When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Toffee TV. It is the final word. Joined by Patrick Ridge in the studio. Patrick Roberts, analyst in the studio. He's also our chief editor of the uh, Modern Game Substack. There you go. Fulham nil, Everton nil. A, a game, I've said this on a few things, I'll repeat myself. I took a point yesterday, I think, when we knew that Onana wasn't playing and we had injury issues. But I still sit here after that Beto miss and just think, what a huge opportunity for three points. Yeah, yeah. We said, <laughs> we said on the live earlier, I can't really, I, I echo that completely. Like, we saw the team, um, McNeil in midfield. You kind of, you, you think, well, God, if we can just get away with something, mm. get away with a point. But then you do realise we're only playing Fulham. Like, they're not exactly in great form. Mm. It, it's Fulham. Like, and I think the game reflects, like, started pretty well the first half or even. They did get on top in the second half, mm. but ultimately we come away frustrated because despite Fulham having some really good chances mm. in the second half, and they did, like, you know, the strike, Rodri, is it Munoz should have scored mm. when he did it straight, pick for, pick for, makes a brilliant save. Everton do go and then have the biggest chance of the game right mm. at the death, and uh, that's the one that sticks with you, isn't it? So, yeah, frustrating, and then made more so by Luton running as well. Ped, I mean, we were talking yesterday, and there was, you know, the build-up to it, and we were saying, well, can we just keep adding points? And I, and I guess, just right now, that's all it's about, but... Is it is it a good point? Because you know we have added something when we are we haven't. I know Fulham we're not, they didn't have their full strength team either with a few injuries. But us we haven't got a squad as big as Fulham's, have we? It, yeah, I think it is a good point if you talk about the whole game. Mm. I mean, you know, Pickford's pulled off an unbelievable save. Yes. So you can look at both of those chances and say they were they were big chances for the way for both sides. I think I think the uh, thing for Pickford was zero point nine nine. Of an expected goal mm. that save mm. that just shows you how good a save it was. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, if we'd had better, if we'd had more players on and we played that Fulham team, you'd expect to beat them because they've been on a poor run. But they and then they're not, not not got loads of players available, mm. uh, striker wise as well. But I think when you think look at the injuries and the changes he made and and everything else, you probably would think, yeah, it's not a bad it's not a bad point that. Mm. Stopping from doing the double overs as well. I know it would have been the first time ever they'd done it, wouldn't it? I think it is it's it is about just adding points at the moment. I think mm. obviously it the crushing blows obviously Luton's result, but they're gonna win games. At the moment, they're in that lovely little phase where everything's going their way. They're getting the the break of the ball, but they're also taking the chances at the bio. We know you give Brandweight a, a tough afternoon on, on Saturday and the company's had a good night last night. We've got to just stick with them at the moment, I feel, because I do think they will hit a wall because they are limited. They've got, like, Ross Barkley's been brilliant for them all season. They've got a, they're a physical side and they do have threats, but I do think that they will come up short against good sides because they're still, most of that team's very much a championship side, but at the moment they're on a crest of a wave. What we have done, I guess, is pull a point back on the likes of Forest. Mm. Last night, Brentford aren't too far away from us. We know that. 
Everton's appeal process is going on at the moment. That might yield us some points back. It might not. But we have to just hang on in there while we are trying to get players back, Pat. And we have got a big game at the weekend against Spurs. So if ever, and that'll be a tough game, don't get me wrong. We don't do very well against Tottenham at the best of times at Goodison. But who knows? You know, we might have a Drisha Garner game back, although we couldn't afford a private plane, I believe. But we might have him back in time for Saturday. Ashley Young returned last night. The core rate's probably going to come too soon for him, despite him getting, you know, teasing everyone by posting pictures yeah, of him. Picture so, from on the November training. the 21st yeah. as well. But yeah. just right now in this little difficult spell, it is just about adding points on the board, isn't it? It's got to be. Yeah, and I think that's what we have got to take a step back and look yeah. at. It's, you know, just focus on controller controllables, as yeah. Sean Dash would say. And I think yeah. that's the frustration, especially. I know you both mentioned it after the game on Saturday. I share that frustration as well. Um like I don't think Dice has controlled some of the controllables well enough mm. with his squad rotation, with his mm. substitution. I, I don't blame him for the midfield issues. Like who else could we have played really on Saturday? Like we had two midfielders. Now we've had to go and play Dwight McNeil in central midfield. Mm. Like that happens. But you know, could his rotation of Dan Juma be with Dan Juma being better probably, or Dobbin even to to make sure that McNeil was a bit fresher? Mm. Doesn't look as leggy. Um, but in terms of results, we've picked up now. You know, in our two Premier League games, we're unbeaten in 2024 in the league, but picked mm. up a good point against Villa. Mm. And and again, a good point against Fulham, like Ped says, it's a good point. Mm. Um, but it does put extra pressure on now that when we do have those players back, got to go and get those results. Mm. You know, it, it's putting a lot of pressure on because, you know, realistically, we could look at the next two games, Spurs and, and City. Um, and we do play before everyone else, which is a good, a good thing in some respects. Mm. The pressure's off. But then, you know, how much do we actually expect to get from those matches? So, um, uh, three points would have been such a big boost yesterday, yeah. just to keep our heads above water in in the sense of not going into the bottom three. Yeah, I, th I think just like now we have just we're gonna almost have to put the league table to one side and just concentrate yeah. on what we're on. We'd have without the deduction, we'd be on twenty eight points, we'd be above Fulham, and we'd be looking at maybe Europe. We'll be four points off Europe, four yeah. points off Newcastle, and Brighton are on thirty two. Uh, Paddy, obviously we had a, they had a chance in the first 40 seconds or something from our mistake, but then Everton had a very good chance yeah, after yeah. about 90 seconds. Dominic Calvert-Lewin did very well and rolled it back to Jack Harrison on his left foot. And when it when it come to him, and I, I thought it's, it's got to be one nil. He was running onto it. Leno was planted like stuck, and he's put it wide. And they're huge moments for us, aren't they? Yeah, they we don't see those enough, do we? It's mm. muscle memory. I think you don't. Mm. don't how often do we see him take those shots in, in the actual game? We don't create those chances. Mm. So, it would have been a lovely start of the game. But, yeah, you come back to those ones all the time because we we don't we generally don't take chances like that mm. at all. Um, it's why we are where we are because of the, the amount of missed chances. I know the manager still claims or has claimed for a long time those ones come back, but... I just don't think they do. You don't have people who put the ball in the back of the net. I think mm. it's it's great using using those stats and for your own benefit. But if you don't have players who put knowledge about the ball mm. in the back of the net, then it's not absolute nonsense. Mm. And I think that is just one of those moments again where another player or a, another team who does that more often knows how to do it and 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 takes the chance. And yeah, it's a, it is a big chance, but we. Don't take those chances. I mean, Pat, you were telling me before that Everton have missed the most chances with Bayern Munich and yeah, Barcelona. Team, Barcelona. Yeah, so 
uh, Aaron Barton, who works for Opta, um, and he's a Evertonian as well, so he's he's always good for the stats after the games. But um, yeah, he's done a bit of a, a thread on Twitter, and he explained that yeah, only Barcelona and Bayern Munich have missed more chances in more big chances, sorry, in Europe's top five leagues than Everton this season, and Everton have the biggest xG underperformance of any team in Europe's top five leagues in the league alone. So uh, Everton have scored ten fewer goals. Than would have been anticipated based on the the quality of you know chances. But they they are but so they, important. Them facts though they are. They are they because... are, and it, it does show that it shows both sides. Like I think Ped's right, and I agree with Ped as well that the issue is is we've got we're creating these opportunities, but our players aren't putting them away. They're not keeping the composures to put them mm. away. On the flip side, the good thing is we are creating the opportunities mm. and we're finding a way to be effective. Um, but. It's such a, a small sample size, even even over a season, in the sense of like, have we got enough time to to catch up? Mm. Like what we were saying at the start of the season is, eventually it'll catch up with itself, and it kind of did for a bit. But then even in that four game run when we did manage to score some goals, the Newcastle game we missed quite a few chances. But apart from that, they kind of ground out results, mm. weren't they? There weren't massive opportunities. Maybe in the Forest game one or two but it wasn't like early in the season where they're creating five or six really good chances a game and, and should have probably put three or four of them away it has been a sense of actually ground out like the Chelsea game for example I think we really had three chances and scored two of them mm. um, so even since then I think we've seen which is what I always feared is that eventually yes the ex the numbers maybe catch up with themselves but also it drops off in a sense that you can't. It's not sustainable to create those chances all the time because teams find out how to counter it. Mm. So it's a it is a bit of both, um, and it only will get solved by the players finding some composure. When I think it, comes... it only gets solved by having better players. Well, that, that, that's, that's why eventually I, down the line. That's why I don't buy into them. Yep. That's why I don't buy into those numbers mm. because when you listen to people and people tell you and people with stats back vision of watching football, to me. It's about what the actual person does. Mm. And if the person is, the people are consistently missing the chances, cre creating good chances doesn't make a difference. Mm. It really doesn't. Well, let me ask you about Dominic Calvert Luna because he is someone who has scored goals in the past. Mm. So you would think that is, if you give him enough opportunities, he would score. But he's another one who's missing. But he doesn't chances. score, he doesn't get enough opportunities that one again. He personally mm. doesn't get enough opportunities. Mm. We can sit here and talk about what we should be doing. But he doesn't personally get good opportunities. Mm. He might get one in a game, mm. but his shooting tells you that he doesn't because he doesn't shoot on target. Mm. That's that. Now, maybe this can be. Maybe this means extra work on the training pitch, setting up scenarios that have actual other humans trying to stop you from scoring. Yeah. That might be a bonus. <laughs> because they keep on videos of him scoring, there's no one near him. Mm. Can Ned to do that? Um, well, no, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> if you watched the Christmas video, um, that was a struggle. No, but I, we don't, we don't, we, it's funny how our chances like that one, Harrison, it's Dom creating the chance mm -hmm. for Har and that's what Dom does 75% mm -hmm. of the time. And actually, my what I was annoyed with with Dom on Saturday was of how um, impotent he was in terms of his game. He just he, last night there was a bit more of it, actually, get, he won, I think he won. Ten of his fourteen yeah. aerial duels. Yeah. Sort of I think. I think he. I think he was. He was a lot. That's what I'm saying. I think he be played better last night yeah. than he has done in a while. That's what I'm saying. Like that's what you want. He sets up the play for other people. The yeah. knockdowns. <clears throat> so Dom doesn't always get on the chances, and it. It, it is. Mm. He is a very frustrating player. 
types of goals he scores. We don't create because we don't put cross. We're not yeah. putting crosses in the box. We're not getting to the no. byline. Mm. The things he likes. We're not having other runners running off him to create the space. So Dom is it's a weird one with him because he's playing up front on his own. He just doesn't get the chances. But we those players like Harrison and Mac Harrison McNeil, James Garner, a lot of the times don't have more than two two shots between them in a game. Mm. And that's the real issue. Mm. That is the real issue. You know, whoever's playing deep line centre midfield, obviously normally Onana doesn't really shoot. Full backs don't get high enough to shoot. Garner does shoot, but he shouldn't. <laughs> so when he plays, but James yeah. Garner doesn't shoot. No, he doesn't, doesn't shoot, shoot enough. enough. And it, we talked about this the other day about having that one player who can shift the ball from right, right to left or left to mm. right and create that. I've seen mm. that. I've seen that last night with Eze. Eze. Eze's yeah, goal. Yeah. Yep. Just having that one player. Mm. We don't have that. So you can have all those stats all you want, and it. Oh, Sean can come out and tell you that repay you. Doesn't repay you if you don't have the talent, mm. and that's the problem. And I'm not not having a goal from to like XG is. I understand it's a good tool, but what it should be a good tool for is going to look at those numbers and going right. What can we do on the training pitch? Mm. What can we do to affect this? What areas do we need to be in to get the knockdowns? But that's why I think he likes Jack Harrison playing as the the core mm. sub because he can go left and right. Well, he was. A, yeah, I wanted to come on to Harrison because I know he seems to get. I think people are very harsh with Jack Harrison. He's not amazing, of course he isn't, and he's a good hard worker. He's up and down. I think he does carry a bit of a threat. I think, to me, this season he's been far better than Dwight McNeil. Mm. Far better. Dwight McNeil's had moments when he smashed a couple in, yeah. but overall Harrison's been far better. But he had two good chances last night. One in the first half that we've just talked about. Yeah. He had one in the second half where he cut in and he hit it straight at Leno. But he is—he's probably the most effective player we have. When the Corey's not there playing there, yeah. Everton's issue is we haven't had Ashley Young yeah. for a while yeah. while the Corey's been out, so we couldn't play in there. And the manager just right now doesn't think Lewis Dobbins a capable mm. replacement on the wing or Dan Juma yeah. or yeah. Dan Juma. And, and I think that, that's and the issue. And isn't I it? think a big thing with uh, I think we've all rightly questioned Dash's use of Dan Juma. Not that Dan Juma's been amazing when he's played by any means. Mm. Um, I just think there's a frustration with maybe not seeing him more, but. I think at least maybe part of that as well comes from the fact that McNeil is so ineffective on the right. He's, he's, yeah. I mean, I, and this isn't to have a good look. I, th I still think he works very hard and mm. he's not fit at the minute. I don't know why no, he was rushed fit. back. I don't know why he played 80 minutes on Saturday. That was crazy and, and I put that on the manager. He did very well in a unfamiliar role, night, apart from a few little mistakes yesterday. Mm. Fair play to the lad and mm. he'll always put a shift in. But, this is the issue. He is, he is so ineffective on the right. So it's almost like, because I think when McNeil, what McNeil can bring, we had this last season when Wobie was here, and Wobie's big fans were always saying, you know, he's got to play on the left. But and he's, well, you can't play him on the left because that means McNeil going to the right. And Iwobi might not offer tons from the right, but he definitely offers more than McNeil does. And McNeil offers more from the left than, you know, than, mm. than worth moving him. And I think this is the issue we have with, you know, we mentioned the, possibly earlier of like Ismail Asar coming in mm. that could maybe solve one of those issues of yeah. just having another option who is versatile I think they wanted it to be Dan Jr in that sense but I also got a bit even at the time I was you know I remember Thelwell saying oh he can play anywhere across the front line I'm like, oh, he's not played on the right ever and he's not looked like capable of doing it he doesn't crush it though he doesn't because he's, he's not so a, selfish yeah he, his numbers even at Villarreal last year when we were first linked with him and it was like well what type of player is he and I did a bit of a piece and it was at the time for, for, for work at the time and 
I looked into it and, you know, he's like, chance creation was so far down. But what he was, was ironically a good finisher. Like, chance, he was outperforming mm. his, like, all the numbers. Like, he was saying, he'll get into good positions and he usually scores. Now, we haven't seen that this season. No. The one time we have, Chef United away when he kind of popped up in a good position. Mm. But I just think if you, it, it's almost like when there's one injury and this is the issue with the squad you take one player from somewhere and it messes four positions up mm. because we haven't just got that ready-made replacement to come yeah. in. So it must be frustration for that. At least with young back, you can think, like, if Anana comes in on Saturday or Garnick, um, Idris Garnick-Gay comes back, mm. we can maybe just keep that young Harrison McNeil free behind the striker and each of them is in their best positions then. Yeah. In terms of Harrison's probably better on the wing, but at least he can fill in there really, and offer a bit of something. We did, we did see Ped Dan Juma in the first half went on a run and cut in on his right foot and you're thinking, is, yeah. is there options? Is he just mm. going to give it to Charleston against Wolves a few years ago? And he just blazes it over. Mm. And one of the things I've noticed with him, or what he's shown at Everton rather, maybe not all over the place, but there's no composure yeah. from him. Mm. He's just like, he just like... That's the crazy thing. In, in Spain he had it and in the Champions League he had it, but... He didn't have it in the Premier League before. He didn't yeah, score the yeah, Premier League he, goal he for that. He played more, yeah, more out on the on the wing in in that sense. And I, but when you look at his um his like best moments or his goals for Villarreal, it was often what he do would play like a one two, and we don't have a midfielder who can play a one two. Mm. Said, really, you you do a one two and he'd run in behind and he'd almost be in that left hand channel and it was like almost operating on instinct. Mm. And I do think the way we play. Again, it's not taking the onus off him, but he he has this like kind of space to run into, and he's just like tunnel vision, like you've mm. said. He's just so selfish. So I think, and that's almost like he's not operating on instinct. Then he's kind of just go, going. I wouldn't mind if he hit the target. Yeah, yeah, that's me thing. I wouldn't mind yeah. if he just did the target. Mm -hmm. There was a couple of times in that first half where he had legitimate good options, yeah. mm. and he chose to run. And I don't mind that because that's that's his game, and that's clearly why the manager doesn't like mm. him. And the, the, the irony is, the one time he's put a, decided to pass in recent matches, he puts Calvert-Lewin through for that chance against Villa yeah. with an, a, 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 a very good really pass. Good and well. it's it's like it's frustrating because it's there, and I can understand then, like you said, why Dyche would want someone like McNeil there who just he knows what. But he's I like get. I like that because it's something different, isn't yeah. it? It's a different it's a different way, different kind. It's an it, it's a he's a wide forward. It's a threat, isn't it? McNeil is obviously uh, a, a wide, wide midfielder. Wide midfielder. But if you're, I was just going to say if you're. When you're like trying to, Everton obviously very limited in what they could do this summer. So when you're trying to build that, and you go for someone like Dan Zuma and he comes in, he's got to be someone. Who, I was saying like to my dad last night, watching it, he's like, he just he's done nothing. It's mm. February practically, mm. and he hasn't done nothing. You look at other, like look at Brayton Diaz. Mm. I didn't think he was good enough for the Premier League. Mm. A lot of clubs looked at him and were like, not sure. He's gone to Villarreal, played twelve games, hasn't scored a goal, right? Yeah. But he's come in, and even if he doesn't score another goal for Sheffield United, Stop. he's affected a couple two of games. He's got two at the week, one at the weekend, one last night. Yep. Okay, he lose last night, not him. He scores a nice goal cutting in. He's made an effect on on them already, and he, he will be just by the way he is. Now I get there'll be a lot of Evertonians listening here going, "Well, the manager's not giving me enough opportunities," but I don't think we can always lay that on the manager either, though, because. Yeah. He sees him every day. The manager, if you listen to his press comments, mm. the manager lays bread comes in his press comments. He said, mm. I think he said it last night about, um, he wasn't talking about Dan Juma, but he was talking about turning up every day to train it. Yeah, yeah. And that's how, that's how you've, and he was talking about Ben Godfrey. Mm. Yeah. And he was saying, you turn up every day to training and this, that's where I make my decisions. And he said, and Ben Godfrey's been brilliant, professional, 
doing his job and training. But you listen to him enough, you start to follow the bread, and you can see what he's saying about other players without ever referencing them. Yeah. And it's clear that Dan Juma doesn't do enough to affect mm. what he wants in training. Now, it might just be a case of what he wants is just completely alien to Dan Juma. And then it's like, that comes down to recruitment in the first place. Why did you bring him down? I was listening to something... It was the Julia Bold interview the other day and just about uh, Kevin Felwell and he was like, you can bring them in, but if I don't like them, I won't play them. Is that what he said? He said it. He, said it, said, he literally said it. And, it. and again, I just thought, are you talking about someone who's... you talking about Dan Juma there? He's like, because he was not the relationship. And he's like, mm -hmm. well, he can bring them in, but I just won't play them. He said, it's as simple as that. That's not good though, is it? No, but I can see what he was saying. What but he was saying no, was, we, we have to work together when we're bringing people in. Mm. And I, and I, do you get the feeling with, and again, I don't know, I don't know, but mm. do you get the feeling with Dan Juma, though, that uh, basically Kevin Delwell just said to Dyson in the summer, listen, we haven't got any money, and this is an easy deal to do, mm. and he, he'd score goals yeah. and whatever. Because it doesn't strike me like Dyson. There's not a chance on earth, not a chance on earth, Sean Dyson wanted Dan Juma, but it was there, mm. it was all signed and sealed. All he had to do was just get the signature yeah. this time mm. and shut the gates. And you, uh, that's and, all he yeah. had to do. That's all. And, and shut the gates. And Thelwell, Thelwell's probably gone, I have to get this one done. Yeah. Because for my reputation. An and, well, yeah. and as well, I think I agree with everything that you both said, but also I think with Dan Juma, it's, it's fitting a system. Yeah. It's, so, it's his system. It's his, mm. like you meant, he's a wide forward. Daisha's system does not have a wide forward, so I can appreciate what he's saying about training, maybe not maybe not doing the right things in terms of... Like, I don't think we've heard anything about his attitude. In fact, like, no, no, not, like no. I know he's doing his coaching badges at Everton as well. We've like, said this all season. There's never been any indication it's, it's, he's not committed yeah, or he's not. But I there's think, more to I that, think with I think with Daisha, a manager like Daisha, it's almost like if you're a player who isn't quite suited to the way he's going to play... You're almost behind the eight ball from the beginning. You've he's a bit like Godfrey. He's probably failed a bleep test. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, yeah. You've got to um, <laughs> you've got to uh, you've got to kind of really assert yourself above and beyond what you can actually do. That maybe he just hasn't done that. Yeah. And then it, we we can say that in the games he played, he definitely hasn't done it. Mm. Apart from the two he started in a row in the League Cup and the the against Sheffield United, and he scored and he affected the game in mm. that sense. But oh yeah, he's and it's frustrating. But then on the other side, you're like. But look how tired McNeil is. Look how no, tired. Look like and like. Could there not have been opportunities to mate, give him I've more? Got of a no, no, but, no doubts about it that he should have been given more opportunities to save other players. Not that, necessarily because yeah, he's yeah. I think that's where some people get it wrong when players. you're talking about making subs and stuff yeah, yeah. like that. Mm. You look at it as in like, oh Nani, why did you leave him on the pitch on Saturday then? If he's got an injury mm. and he, oh, he was lucky to he was lucky to finish the game. Why was he lucky to finish like, the game? I was watching him right, and he was waving to the bench yeah, yeah. with about twenty minutes yeah. left. And Dice well, was like, gone that. Over earlier, Dice was shaking his head, and he, and at the end, I thought he'd done his hamstring. Yeah. He was holding his hamstring, and he was looking at the bench, and I said to Andy, the lad that's sitting next to me, I went, "Oh, Arnest on his hand. Mm. Looks like he's yeah, done yeah. his hamstring yeah. here." It was about eighty-five minutes, yeah. and he was looking, and Dice, they were like that, like as if to say, "Just get on with it." But that's because he must have been saying, "Is it gone?" And he's probably going, "No, but, but it's," a, and they yeah. were just gone. That's definitely where, where I don't get Dice, and I've said this loads of well, times about the subs. If you've got a lad who's genuinely injured and there's ten minutes to go, mm. you take him off because I listen to his. Wasn't on. it Fulham and he done his knee? What game? No. Is it? So the cup game against Burnley, the league cup game, when Anana played, Sorry, yeah. and yeah, the then he missed well. the next three. I mean, ironically, we. We obviously lost to United, 
Uh, did we? Who did we after Burnley? Um, we, oh, we, we beat, beat one West, Forest. Did we win at Forest? No, oh. sorry, after the Burnley game in the cup. Oh, Burnley in the cup. And we then went and played. Brighton at home. We had after Burnley yes, and we yes. drew one one. Drew one one. But so obviously, and we got him back then for the Palace. But then he went off at half time, didn't yeah. he? And then we got the point. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. we're missing for the next few that we won mm -hmm. after the United game. But that's when it annoyed me with Dice because I've got nothing wrong with wanting to come comp like. The consistent team totally get mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. Play your best player. And Arno had played really well in the few games before that. Yeah. But he got that. He went off, didn't he? About after about seventy-five minutes, he'd scored the goal to put us two 0 up. He'd played really well, but after the game, or in, in the the next press conference mm -hmm. where it was confirmed and Arno was injured, Dice said, "Oh yeah, he went into Wednesday's game with a knock." With an injury. And he's like, "Well, why did you start him mm -hmm. in a home game against Burnley yeah, in the and cup?" You're like, Garner, and yeah. then we, when there was actually options at mm -hmm. that point, and then it was like, "Then why did you leave him on?" Yeah. After he'd scored to put us two 0 yeah, up yeah. after fifty-five minutes, why did you leave him on for another See, twenty? I, I, this is that's where yeah. you. That's where you, it's hard you to defend question. them, isn't it? Yeah. That's where it's hard to defend them. If O'Nane was injured with ten minutes to go on Saturday, they should have just come off. Yeah. Should have come off and said, "Because you've got I, no options." If you have got yeah. a plan B and your plan and B, it's, it's could get put Mackenzie Hunt on. Yeah, or, 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 or just go right when put McNeil in the middle, yeah, like you know, did in a Premier, yeah. like you did at the start of a Premier League <laughs> yeah. game, and just move a few things about. Then, then Dobbin could have come on. Yeah, but anyway, we we got to our. I mean, they had to pick for made a good save, Anthony Robinson, which is deflected. That was a good save, and another really. I think good he had save. a really good game, Robinson again. Who's apart from the. Well, yeah, I'm going to come <laughs> on to that in a sec. But they had uh, a chance that Raul Jimenez should have really scored yeah. as well. Mm -hmm. He screwed it wide, didn't he, when it broke to him. But then there was a huge moment in the game, which again has left Evertonians scratching their heads. Because mm -hmm. Everton have a free kick. The free kick's whipped in. Leno spills it. Tarky, for me, has got to score. There's one lad in the line. Everyone's laying on the floor. He's got to score. Mm. The flex hits the bar. Comes down. And hit Anthony Robinson on the arm, the hand, the hand. Mm. I should have really sent Ned the picture to put the still up right now because I know some mm. people were like, "No, I think it hit his stomach first. Mm. No, nowhere near his stomach. His hand is out here. His hand is here. I get Ned to put it up before the end of the thing, but his arm stretched out. It hits his hand. Now I'm not saying he put his hand to get it, but it hits his hand, and there's no yeah. one else in the, the way. So that to me is a penalty. Well, I mean, it's it, got to be a yeah, pension. There we go. It nearly, it nearly goes in mm. because now, it is. Yeah. Now, his arms not by his it's side, not by his side is which it? is what BAR yeah, said. Yeah, what BAR said. His arms are by his side, so that's why we didn't and award the, the penalty. And it's like, okay, it, it gets cleared off the line. There's about that much of the ball oh, there is. not going yeah, over. There is. The only reason it's got there mm. is because it's hit his arm. Exactly. Yeah. And look, the, that's the biggest thing. I, the the rules is obviously stupid. We all we all say it all the time. Yeah. yeah. Like. This natural, unnatural position. It's like, well, how can you deem what is natural? Like, I don't think he's, he's not like necessarily running there and he's deliberately gone for it. But his arms aren't by his side. And if you're like that, if that's the reason they genuinely gave, then, I mean, it's not just incompetence. It's ask, just, it's just factually. Can wrong. I ask you something then? Yeah. Right. If that is unnat, sorry. If that is natural mm. position to run yeah. like that, right? Like, yeah. So that's natural. Well, not to me. Right. What's that if you kick a ball at my yeah, face? It's a lot more natural. Is that yeah. natural? Yeah. Or do, am I supposed to go, go exactly. on, smack me in a bit? So that to me is natural because I'm reacting. Dan Juma got done for that um, ball. We for, give a penalty away. Right. Dan Juma won. He got yeah. done for that ball, which was yeah. absolutely nothing. Yeah. It was just, the ball went up. He went, he went like that, like to block his face. Yeah. It was like, 
that that what's different? How's that different from Mike, what Michael Keane got punished for? No, it's not. And, and, and we all, I think we all said it. Yeah. Michael Keane was a penalty. Was a penalty. No, you can't. With our thing in here, as much as that referee that day robbed Everton because mm. he should have sent Konati yeah. off. That's a penalty. Yeah, when yeah. Michael Keane put his hand out to Anfield, that was a penalty. And the irony right? is, his Porson didn't give and it he until he away. went to the screen. He yeah. looked away like that, Keane. So he wasn't looking at the ball and put his yeah. hand out. He looked away. But it was a penalty yeah. because he had his... Because he was the running bus. like he was, as you could call it, like shouting for a bus. Yeah. And, you know, and I, that was what Robinson What I don't get about that is, is that the VAR have looked at it for about five seconds. Yeah. So when I first seen that last night, straight away I thought it was a penalty. I thought it was on board. Mm -hmm. But to me, when I saw it... Almost like as an illusion, it felt like his hands were by his side because that's where they yeah. end up. Yeah. So naturally, yeah. you almost like your brain tells mm -hmm. you one thing. Mm -hmm. When you see a picture, and I know people go with this whole slow, slowing things down, but sometimes you need a picture mm -hmm. to see what actually. Well, you just watch it again, and, and if he, they'd watched it again and mm -hmm. stopped it there, they would have seen it. Because for, I know he's touched it towards the goal, mm -hmm. but what if his hand had gone the other way and it stopped it from going in? Mm -hmm. Or there's an Everton player Everton behind, play that, behind that was ready to knock it in, and that that touches. It's a handball. It's a penalty. Yep. There's there's like it it doesn't have to. We, there shouldn't be this big hot conversation about what what is handball and what isn't isn't handball or what's natural. There's no such thing as an unnatural position. Mm. If your arm is connected to the rest of your body, mm. it's in a natural position. Sure, so unless he hasn't took it off and yeah, glued it to his leg, has he? Is sitting on that table over there? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. That's an unnatural position. It's just nonsense. This thing of deliberate handball doesn't exist. It only exists in things like Maradona and bloody mm. Luis Suarez. They're the only times that really that happens when you deliberately handball it. 99% mm. of the time a handball is just where your arm just happens to be and the ball hits you. Mm. So so in terms of Onanas, the shot come and he's, his arm has almost naturally fell back towards his head. Mm. It's nonsense. It sh we shouldn't even be having a conversation because it opens this conversation. Like, what's natural? What's natural? It's handball. It's mm. right there in front of you. The ball is bouncing in the box and he's forced it in a direction that it wasn't going in. That's handball. That mm. is the top and bottom of what handball is. That's it. So it's bollocks. Mm. It is. It's a joke because, like you said, at the time, before VAR, a referee might say, Never seen it, or it happened too quickly, or whatever, and they could they could hide behind that almost, couldn't they? You can't hide behind it now when you see a picture of it. You're seeing it shown again now, again. People will argue the toss sometimes over, oh well, you know the motion of it, or however they want to try to cover up like they do. But he had his arms out to the side, mm. and if you have an arm out to the side and you hit it, your hand, it's a penalty. End of story. And no matter what. People come up with that to me was a penalty and they get the second opportunity. And lately, when Everton have had the penalty call, it seems to have been looked at with it for three seconds. No. When it's been against us, it's five minutes. Yeah. Hang it's, on, is this it, a pen? Let's have a look. I'm not saying they've got instructions. I might not be saying they've got instructions not to give Everton a penalty. Everton still, of course, the only Premier League club this season without a penalty and I've had the most against them. But that could be coincidence. Longest team in, could be again, pure coincidence. I think Aaron Barton, another stat, the team has gone the, in Europe, has gone the longest without a penalty by nine games. So we're 29 games Everton. without a penalty. Yeah. Uh, Lorien are the next one on 20. So I'm not saying I, that's got anything to do with Little Dicky. I'm just yeah. saying, and that's exactly what I'm not saying. Um, I'm not saying there's any kind of Premier but, League but regardless of that, that to me was so a penalty. Yeah. It's it just I mean, I can't like Penn said, at the time when you look at it 
just in normal speed. I can kind of understand the referee not. I can understand the referee not seeing it um, because you almost like assume that the hand is by the side. But um, yeah, for it for it not to be given on VAR, th it's, just, it's just crazy. Also, though, the media attention on it is weird as well because I've seen three different like um, journalists talking about it, and all of them is oh. Everton were really unlucky because the ball at the bar, and then and then and then um, then was cleared off the line without going. How did it get to the line? Mm. Like that's the other thing. It's like if this had happened in tonight's game, Liverpool Chelsea, yeah. they'd be talking about yeah. it for days. But because it's uh, because it's happened in a nothing game, in a nothing yeah. game, then then that's just it's I, absolutely crazy. I just look and think. If you can't look at the, that picture again, I'm within, I don't know, five seconds, go like that, that's a penalty. Then we're, we're going to have to have like someone with a baseball bat smash one of our players in the legs or something before we're going to get one. But listen, it wasn't given and we went in at half-time. It was quite an even first half. I had a look at the, I had a look at the stats at half-time. I think they'd had 11 shots, Everton had 10, something like that, and the possession was maybe 57, 43 mm -hmm. or something. Yeah, 57-43, something Quick like that. Mess. So might have been a bit higher than that at one stage because I was thinking, hang on, we've, we've got this far, is far too, too much. much yeah. Far too much. Get the girls back to 35. Yeah, get us back. Well, we came out for the second half and uh, they did step it up. I thought they'd come out. We, we get, were getting a little bit further back in that second half and they did carry more of a threat second half. Pedro. It reminded me of the Burnley game when we were 2-0 yeah. we up in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It reminded me yeah. of like we were almost encouraging them to come on mm. and have more of the ball knowing mm. we were going I think to think that was a tactic it. or that's to say I, I think I, I think we ran out of steam a bit I think mm. the, the like I think we all mentioned McNeil's not been fit mm. since since the injury at Palace but and not look great anyway but playing in an unfamiliar position like you could tell so the the chance that um uh, they had Fulham have where Godfrey comes back and makes the yeah. great yeah. interception that yeah. comes from McNeil, well, Brampwick plays a bit of a poor pass, but McNeil gets it under control, just takes, like, hesitates, takes mm. his mind off it and gets robbed and he yeah. can't even get back. Mm. It's actually Garner bursts past, which shows the fitness levels as well, like yeah, you have to yeah, have in central yeah. midfield. And obviously Godfrey makes a great inception, but I think that was the second time in about five, five or ten minutes that McNeil had given the ball away just by playing an under-hit pass or yeah. just not quite focusing. And I think it was just that... We put so much into the first half, playing in an unfamiliar position. That you know, three days, going go back to squad rotation, but three days off the uh, after the last game, you kind of, you 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 just your concentration's the first thing to go, mm. isn't it? So mm. I think it's a natural thing that you sit back. So I think what maybe they naturally did was okay. We're going to sit deep. We're going to try soak it up. Mm. But we got to that point where we we didn't look comfortable. Like mm. against Burnley, we generally maybe one or two months, but apart from that dealt with it fine I think yesterday you saw that they were tired mm. and that's when I mentioned it in the live but between the 65th and the 80th minute Fulham just dominated mm. and it was actually until Daesh in fairness made the subs mm. and I don't think Dom was doing Dom was winning everything in the air pretty much like mm. 10 out of 14 that he won he, but no one was able to get up and around him where well, in but, the first half people were getting around him but Pedro, I mean just before we got to that 65th minute like Patrick said and they kind of did take over <laughs> Dom had had two opportunities. He hit the crossbar with one, mm, the looping yeah. header, yeah. and then his other one. You could see what he was trying to do. I thought he should have done slightly better. 
with the other header that he looped over. Oh, yeah, yeah. They were but just behind him. Just behind him, yeah. but he could see what he was trying to do. But he, we also had the Harrison moment that I talked about before when it was a good, actually, a nice little bit of play, and he cuts in, and mm. he's in the middle of the goal, and thinking just, that's the corner of the and net. We had goal. a good one from Godfrey as well. And you, Ben Godfrey, mm. yeah. Put one, flashed one across, flashed and they could right just need a cross, touch, yeah, didn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. No, I think, I almost feel like sometimes when we play like that, when we do let people come on, it's more like it's... I know people say like you work harder when you don't have the ball, mm. but I almost feel like it is a, oh, like a, well, we're having a rest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like yeah, yeah. they know, they're just sat in. They know when we when we defend on the six six yard line or the mm. penalty spot or whatever that we can deal with most. Yeah, mm. I know we got lucky last night. Well, not lucky, Jordan Pickford save. But I think a lot of the time it's just like lads for the for the, for ten minutes, just yeah. allow them to like just dominate us because yeah. they won't do anything with mm. it because they'll have watched enough to know. What teams can do if you give them too much? Yeah, yeah. And it, yeah, it's then it's then what we do after that ten yeah. minutes, isn't it? And, and I think last night because Silver made some changes as well, mm. had that bit more to play with. Maybe last night was like we we did like what you said, had yeah. those chances, and then it was like we didn't know how to kick back into gear, and mm. we didn't have the energy to do it. And maybe that and was. Thank God they didn't have Harry Wilson. And then that's yeah, when you, yeah that's when you wait. Well, Jimenez went off as well, didn't he? Yeah. Half time, but that's when you're waiting for that for our subs. Aren't and you? it's like, yeah. who did we have? Yeah. yeah, and he doesn't like making early subs. No. Making any and, and we didn't have any. Didn't really have no, he didn't. Have, and, and, in a pre- and that's why I wouldn't really. I don't have a go at him for mm. necessarily in the Premier League. Mm. I thought having three cup matches in, yeah. in mm. the space of a couple of weeks is when you you can start. You they, if you are if, they, if the cup's not your priority, then make sure it's not your priority. Yeah. 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 Make sure you're given yeah. other. They, people. I mean, Jordan Pickford did make two good shit. Well, one from Munoz that he should have saved. It was a header. Mm. He should have done better. He was on his own free header in the mm. middle of the goal. And he headed it straight to Pickford. Yeah. He had one that he scuffed wide as well as we were hanging on a little bit. But the save from Aradabayo was incredible, wasn't it? William mm. does well, holds it up and you know, seems to have played well against us. Good cross and it's a good header and it's, it looks like a goal, doesn't it? Mm. For all it's worth and, and Pickford throws up the right arm and tips it over the bar. His arms didn't look that little as he set for that one. Mm. And uh, pushed it over the bar and that was a, it was a key save. I give him man of the match for that save yeah. because... In general, he was big, he was it? fine, but that's a huge moment to keep Evan because they scored there. You know, are we going to equalise? Well, you, you never know because you don't know what things sometimes happen like that. But it was, I mean, Ped, what a safe! I mean, it's a goal, no, isn't it? It's a goal, I, and keep watching that and expect it to go in. Yeah. That's how good a save mm. it is. Mm. Even though no, it's incredible saving. That's the difference. I, you know, we've we've spoke. We spoke about Virginia and said, you know, how good he's been doing. But mm. those are the saves that make Pickford uh, just better than a lot of other goalkeepers, mm. certainly better than any other English goalkeeper. They're the ones, they're the ones that... Yeah. He, he, Adam Ramsdale makes that goal, my God. Building statues to oh, Marty. Oh, God. The Athletic. Build a statue where he's got his arm around Bobby Moore outside Wembley, wouldn't mm. he be safe? That. Um, that was just... It was... It's a... It's a... It's a what wins you the point at the mm. end of the day? Mm. You talk about chances we missed and we will, yeah. but that's what wins you the point. Mm. That's why he is um, so so revered and, and he is England's number one. Something that comes from nothing, something he just thinks going in, the power's there. It was a really good header. Yeah. Like, it was header. behind, it's him. behind it was a him. Really great good header. header and yeah, it, no, it's just a brilliant save and I almost so I don't I, for whatever reason I don't know if I just got it in my head that it was going to be nil nil last because you have you have the first half where so many chances yeah. are missed and like I, I know this it was a brilliant save but when I was I was like almost not surprised he made it because I just kind of felt like Pickford was one of them he games. was in one of those games where 
maybe a bit like the Brighton game last season where he was obviously I know they did score in a scruffy goal at the end but like he just he was on it yeah. he was so on it mm -hmm. and you can tell with Pitford I think you can always yeah. tell with him um, and yeah but it's a, a fantastic <laughs> so there are games where you just go and someone scores and you know what you haven't read the script this is supposed to be a nil-nil yeah. <laughs> this is supposed to be, and last night was yeah, this is supposed to be a nil-nil. Yeah. Two teams that haven't got all their best players, yeah. you know, got injuries. This is supposed to be a nil-nil. So, to be fair, if he had scored, that would have been on the striker for not reading the rules. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you know, they'll have had the mandate from, from the Premier League to tell you what score mm, this was supposed yeah, to the be. The WWE. WWE. Yeah. That's it's finest. Uh, Everton did, did make a couple of changes. Don went off, Bethel came on. We saw Nathan Patterson come on in a, a right wing. Role a for kind of young. a kind of role. Well, yeah. Young had done well, hadn't he? But yeah, he, had, he, he had done well. Rushed back and he he had a, a really solid game. And Godfrey, I thought Ben Godfrey had, had a really good game. Because yep. he's not been getting picked to come in and play right back think, as yeah, well. Yeah, and he's not. I thought he done well. Yeah, he's and playing as a right back, I've never been. I've always been more impressed with Godfrey as a left back, mm. or if he's been playing in a back three on mm. the right side. He's like I think the right that he last played against right back at Fulham maybe at home in the uh, last season and mm. then I think maybe the Newcastle game he filled in there like badly. Um, so I was, but I just think he did a real because especially the way we played it, it was almost a back five at times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With young, so like, so in a young, young played yeah, and Godfrey was just able to focus on this kind of but that's narrow good, channel, though. and he's, he's very good. good at that. He's Could you imagine though if Ben Godfrey was good at footy? Like, he'd be is like it, Alfonso yeah. Davis. Yeah. He really would. Yeah, like, he'd be as good at footy. Yeah. He would be... Um, like, got, yeah, you know what I mean? I no, think like, he, he, I think he'd be I mean? technically a better footballer. <laughs> yeah. If he was good at Played footy. In the Premier League. No, but what I mean by that is, like... It's, He's an athlete, isn't he? The pace and yeah. the power is unbelievable. Like, recovery runs. See, that's why when but I look like, at him, I just think... But even in the final... But he, there with him. But mm -hmm. he can even get into the final third oh, and get back. Yeah. And he doesn't... So he, he almost goes, I have no issue getting into the final third because mm -hmm. I will get back. Mm -hmm. I think that's almost like an issue that we have with all of our full-backs. Yeah. Do you think the manager might have stumbled upon something here with, in terms of... No, but what I mean by that is, I know a lot of people don't like three at the back, right? Mm -hmm. They don't like mm -hmm. it. But when you've got Ashley Young... In front yeah, of you. Yeah, that wasn't three at the back. No, though, I know, it? but you can vary that. Carlo, you should do this. You can vary it mm. because Mikalenko is trying to get forward a bit mm. more now and Young can cover Everton. While the core is not fully up to speed, you could easily play three in midfield, Harrison off a striker. I think, I think, yeah. And have them there with Godfrey's recovery pace. Especially in the league, that was our best performance under Dyche without Decore. Like our most effective was, performance. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we haven't had many of them, obviously, and luckily he hasn't. Missed, hadn't missed that many. Mm -hmm. um, I think Ned actually mentioned in December how he's not very injury prone, and then since then he's played one game. Yeah, so che cheers, Ned. It, it was on a, um, it was on around the tower. He, 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 he wanted yeah. Michalenko injured to see how we cope. Right, yeah. okay, great. Well, um, so um, and then he threw the core <laughs> so, just uh, to see how we cope. Just, as if, just, as if uh, it was just a laugh. Just, oh, yeah. we'll have a challenge because we win every game. <laughs> Let's take a couple of players on. See how good they <laughs> are. Fair, though, that that show has. Become a bit of a jinx. I did say, is this the most chilled out we've been? We've got 10 <laughs> we got points. 10 yeah. points. So maybe we should just shut up. Well, on, on round the tower, we should start saying things like, oh, Everton will lose every game. And we they might will lose every game. Yeah. You know I mean? no, Dom, back... Dom never ever will yeah. never score another goal. Cue a hat trick. Um, but yeah, yeah maybe is without Decore there, that kind of just that balance. And mm. we did look back. I think that's what we looked balanced, mm. as balanced as we could last night with a centre back. What I'm trying right to back. say is, do we offer Ben Godfrey a 10-year contract <laughs> and make him captain, basically? That's what we're trying to say here. 
Now we don't. Set, set Brampwood off and but get him back. When we made them changes, I, we did have a couple of wonderful chances to take all three points. Mm. And you know, Beto, I still, I still don't understand how he's missed that chance. I keep seeing it again. Well, I've you know. got a, I've got a, a reason. For no, it. but I don't care who you are. You know, Nias, whoever plays, Cuca Martina. I'd expect him to add it in. I expect a Beto to score. It's not like he's never scored a goal. Ball come in. Sometimes it does look that way, though. Nah, his it? header against Fulham in the cup mm. was harder than that one. And he equalised for us, remember. You know, ball, deep corner. Tarkovsky does brilliant. I mean, it was good to see us remember that but when we, we actually it, hit yeah. the ball to Tarkovsky, we get chances because yeah. it's almost as if we went like Ned. Mm. Oh, we're getting too many chances off doing that. Let's yeah. stop for a bit <laughs> just for a laugh. Yeah, just for a laugh. <laughs> but we done it last night and it was a good header, great header back across, took the keeper out the game. And you see Beto rise and you think, there yeah. it is. We've waited, and I don't. I think he. I don't think he can understand how he's missed no. it because he just had to get it on side. He's so ungainly, isn't he? I, I do think there's a player in there, but it's he's so he's, raw. Yeah, he? and you can get away with that in Serie A. You really can. And I, I don't think. Look, I don't think the Premier League is exactly amazing. I think he's just. He's so rushed the way he does yeah, everything. He's, yeah. he's either he's either one end. He's either too rushed or he's too slow. Yeah. Like against Luton the other day, like there was. Yeah, he thought he had hours. Didn't he had the, yeah, or like, and then the one time he kind of gets it right against Luton, he gets it out. We get a goal. And we score from yeah. it. He does well to win, does it? I think he wins the initial free kick that then leads Where, to the yeah, corner. Yeah, it was a good turn, actually. Yeah, by just by using what he's good at, and you just you need that moment for him and. It's like he almost jumped too early. It's like he'd read what was going to happen, yeah, and yeah. he's like, "Oh, I need to get up and do it." And then because he's doing that, he just loses all bodily function for two seconds, and it um, like the one against Forest where he completely missed it, and then McNeil smashed it and scored. Yeah, mm, exactly. Yes. But then we have another moment, Pep, as well. I mean, we've got that better one you can talk. What about. is it this week with back posts? Dan Juma on Saturday. Mm. Now then, this one in the last minute where him and uh, him and Ben Godfrey completely forgot. How to use their feet? Mm. The player. Like, I'm not like you know. I'm kicked it against each other. I was ne I was never a professional footballer, yeah. but I'm sure they have to be able to kick. It's just like it, you just want someone in that moment, like Tarkal. Did you hold your breath? I held me as it's Bob. I'm going. I can feel myself holding my breath, thinking we've scored. It, it was just like, and then I all didn't. of a sudden I see Leno with the ball, and I'm like, what, what, what's happened there? They're kicking it against each other. The pair of them are having air mm. shots. It's like. How? I don't get Luton done that. that at the week. No, I don't normally. I don't get myself in that kind I of. I normally go. Now. It's Everton. We won't score. Yeah. But last night, it just seemed impossible that we'd been given. It was almost like the football gods went. Nah, we're even we're not having Beth Beto mission from <laughs> yeah. there. You should have yeah, another one until you get it right. Yeah. It's not like the way Nedel turned well, people off had... when he's getting beat to yeah. replay. Well, the thing that's is, almost like what happened. And even after that chance, Fulham give it straight back to us. Yes, he got it again. And that's when Godfrey has all the he time space yeah. to pick a cross and it's the first man. But mm -hmm. yeah, it's, it was mad wrong that chance. I don't know. Like just, just, it's just Everton. Yeah, it's just Everton, isn't it? It's just Everton. No, again, someone had gone. The football gods had decided it was going to be a nil. Yeah, maybe. Not you're not allowed to have this. Maybe you're not maybe. allowed to. But have it. they'll give you a little bit of a a tease of what could have been. Yeah. That, but that's the thing, isn't it? It was like we said before with people the team like, with the injuries. Like that. See this. See this. That's happiness. See that. See yeah. Uh, <laughs> take it away. He took that away months ago, mate. Months. He took it away yeah. months ago. Months. Years ago. <laughs> years ago. 2012. 30 years ago. Um. Yeah. There you go. 2012 when Seamus Coleman filed that Liverpool play in the corner for no reason. That's when they took. That's when they took it away. 
That was the moment. Some had said he took her away when Tim Abbott decided not to die for Drogba's head in the cup final and Everton yeah. will win him 1-0. Mm. That's what some... Oh, he threw Lampard. If you were educated, you, you'd already knew that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Um, let's have a look at James Sarkovsky. He got man of the match off a few uh, a few outlets, so let's have a look at him. There's his heat map there. <laughs> look where the heat map is. Look where he's defending. That's amazing. That's what that's that's we, had we had the rest. And we had the rest. In our six-yard box. Six no, no and problem. he's had a pot upon the right wing a few times, which <laughs> is good to see. He went on that run, though, didn't he? <laughs> that, he was like running with the ball down the wing. You were like, you know where are like? you going? You know what it looks like? It looks like he's sending out smoke signals to the bench to say, come and help us. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe he's looking for Thelwell to go any chance of getting some players in. 43 touches, Thank 9, you, nine clearances, 2 block shots, won 4 out of 6 of his duels and oh, tackles, yeah. 1, is it? Um, another, another good performance from him. Yeah, there was a few that he made. There was one where he was running back with that Munoz again and... Mm. Um, he does really, really... He actually gets a little push in the back. I mm. don't think it was a foul, but he does really well to, you know, direct it off. Because uh, I, I hate to pick on him, but if that's Michael Keane, it's going top corner of your own net. So it's it's one of those that he did... And I don't think Bramthwaite had his best game yesterday. Mm. Um, like I just think he got pulled out a little bit and he would have been a little bit rash. His numbers suggest he did have it? a better game than Zaki. Understandable. Well, this is... And you should know that. You should do bad. Who though. did? It's mum. Bramthwaite. Or some. What? Numbers. Oh, his numbers. What? He said his mum. I was going to say, what? His mum phoned you up, man. He had a better game than Sarkis. That's Jack Allison's Jack Allison's mum. She rings me and says, had a better game than everyone. And Bramford's mum would have gone, made in Carlisle, yeah. No, I just think, I think with Bramford, he was getting a bit... Born in Carlisle. Yeah, a bit, dragged out a tiny bit, but I think Tarkovsky did... He just took command of the situations yeah, yeah, when he yeah. came in. We did. Uh, we allowed a few too many. We allowed too many crosses anyway. But I think last night, mm. especially when Fulham built up that pressure, like there was a few times when, um, especially after Young went off, mm. and there was an occasion where Garner and Patterson and Godfrey was screaming at them both, mm. and they both just like turned around while Fulham just walked the down the left wing yeah. um, and got a ball in, and it was just. But yeah, Tarkovsky generally dealt with it really well. Oh, really. But I mean, I think Pickford. For me, would have been the standout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tart, for me, yeah. yeah, to yeah get my man of the match. My man of the match. I think that's safe. Uh, let's have a look at the stats from the game. Uh, Fulham eleven nil, twenty-five shots for Fulham. Twenty-one shots from yeah. For Everton, the game with forty-six shots in and no goals. Uh, six on target for Fulham, four for Everton. Everton six yeah. big chances oh, to Fulham's four, and the possession was even lower than our sweet spot. Um, but there you go, seventy percent. Mm. Two things I want to take from it mm. first. Everton's kit. The old salmon. Delicious. Tremendous. It's good. It's took delicious. me back to took me back to Coventry 1-0, Mark Ward. Mm. I think they were. Uh, Wardy. Beautiful. Wasn't after like three minutes on mm. live, top mm. corner, mm. boom. Um and the other thing, the you know, ex-Everton manager and Everton manager, Marco Defo wins the battle here. Still got the great hair, Marco Silver mm. all sweep back. The traffic, but was that, was that still... ever a real battle though? <laughs> I just when you feel like it's when you started the game. <laughs> you ever thought there's a real battle that was yeah, at a times, on the no, At times, that's one of the most important things. No, I know, we're never winning no, that, we're by never the way. Never, the only way we're no, winning your... it is someone who's gone bold but has decided to keep the toughs on the yeah, side. Yeah. Just shame like the last like two years ago. Like, yeah, like the ball. At least our three have just gone like. You know, I, ah, can, so I can imagine Ian Wong can grow a good tough, right? I reckon he can. A tough, yeah. yeah, yeah. I tough, think he yeah. can. I, I think Sean Dice can actually grow hair, <laughs> but he just decides not to, yeah. to make the other two feel 
the same. They're yeah. all together. Yeah, they're One all together. Little but the be- the be- actual best part of the game was in the, the, ball in, in the um, press conference. Because oh, I got the full end. Was full, that the best end. part of it? The chef walked through mm. and Dice asked if he could get him a pie. Mm. And the chef went, you know, he's going, no, no, I'm serious, can get me a pie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, oh, get me two because of me son's here. Yeah. My anniversary, this. Yeah. And mm. at first I was like, it's your anniversary, get your wife a pie. And then I realised <laughs> it was, it was, uh, yeah, it was uh, for Everton. Everton's anniversary. But uh, yeah. that probably was the best bit. Yeah, fair. If, that, if getting a pie for the manager's the best bit, then that game... I just thought to show Sean had all his best. No, well, that's fine. He's down to it. Likes a pie, no issue. I'd like to know what flavour it was. I'm, I'm expecting it to be steak. But I'm sure he'll. Someone will ask him. Someone should. Someone ask him. will ask. The, well, the caliber of questions that he gets yeah, during the press conference, someone will ask him. Did he get it? And what flavour yeah, was it? They're I want to know that. They're yeah. the key moments. Uh, but for a nil-nil, you know what? It was a, it was not a bad nil-nil. Really, 46 attempts at goal. Um, <laughs> you know, I think both it, goalkeepers made a couple of good saves, and yeah. it's it's and what it was. The two teams lacking quality when it mattered. You Patrick, can, have, you you can, can dress it up however you want to. It, for 46 shots and a nil nil wasn't a bad game. Do you know what it was? They're all going to say before shot and none of them went in. It was two teams that are pure mid-table yeah. Yeah, 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 And that's the sad part Except of it, we're not. that yeah. we're in now in the relegation zone. Yeah. And we are massively... No, that's three clean sheets uh, out the last four, is it? Five, yeah, that's four, isn't it? Palace, no. Villa... Well, four oh, clean sheets. Well, in the league. Why wouldn't I include Palace? In the league. Well, Palace, it's four, isn't it? Well, then, yeah, four out of five. Mm. Five. So that's, that's for good. this year. That's a yeah. good start. It made me scratch my head how we managed to give Luton two so simple wow. goals at the weekend. That was the mad one. Mm. But yeah, but for the Premier League in 2024, we haven't conceded a goal yet. Well, we haven't scored one, but we haven't conceded one. So, and we have got. I said this to finish now, but I said this last night on me three talking points. That for me, the positive thing to take to take into this next, well, the second half of the season, even though it's more than half to go, less than half to go. Is that we are really solid away, mm. and it's the home form he has got to sort out. Mm. We've won three home games, and it's February next time we come out mm. onto Goodison Park, and that's the problem. Away, we're quite solid. Still, only City Liverpool have won more away yeah. than us. Yeah. We are really solid. We look like we give most teams a game now when we go away. Uh, like just very briefly, Patrick, how do we, how do we correct it at Goodison because we are so bad at home. I wish I, had a, I wish I had a brief answer or, or any any answer to it. Um, I think I just think we're not com- still not quite comfortable with how we're meant to play. We're kind of caught between two stalls. Yeah, yeah. Away, generally speaking, we know what we're we doing. know what we're and doing. We don't mind boring. I, do yeah. I like Tony Gale's explanation of it last night. What he did said, he say? Like, he I, said I the listening. reason why we're not as good as home as, yeah. as we are away is because Everton fans expect attacking football at home. Believe. Yeah. Okay, so to be fair to what, Tony so? Gale, he was, he was grown up and played in that era where we what did. I perhaps would, and I, I said this after the game on Saturday because I was driving across, I didn't know why I was doing it. I think everyone kind of felt flat like going into that game, and we have been beaten down. Mm. And the it's gonna sound like I did get the manage, it's not in a way, but I think his style of play, no one's going to the game and getting excited mm. by it. Mm. And that isn't that's just his we are where we are, he's the right manager for right now, yeah, on all that. But when you need something to get your cr- home crowd up, mm. there's just nothing there. I heard minute. you two just very yeah, I gotta finish. I heard you two talking before on the, the more than a game talking about Palace, and they do have they 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 can be a bit like Everton, they're a bit yeah. boring, aren't they at times? But they do have Eze at times, and they have Elise, and they are whatever else they've got structurally. They've got those two match-winning players yeah. who have got a bit of pace and a trick and can pop one in. 
we simply don't have that. And 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 we're all about grit and fight. So there's no problem. I've got no issue yeah. with that. The the real key thing is getting those two X Factor players yeah. into the side yeah. to, because that would turn Goodison a little bit. I think it, it'd pick it up. But and finally. We did. We knew that you'd gone to the Luton game because someone oh, yeah, on about that, you that, said yeah, you were going to say hello to you, but you were arguing with your dad about what's gone wrong at Everton. I don't know about arguing, but not yeah, arguing, making a point. Yeah, you should have said hello. You should have said hello. It's <laughs> nice to get called out. A heated debate, I think. A heated said, debate heard, with his yeah. dad to say um, what was going wrong at Everton. Yeah, at Goodison. Anyway, well, I think I was. I might have been having a go at Dash at that point. Well, that's might have been saying about listen, his subs, We can all we've got our own opinion. Yeah, there you go. That's us done. Let us know what you think in the comments section below. Was it a good point for Everton? Are you happy? with that if you're a Fulham fan are you disappointed who knows like Ped said really it should have been two put two teams Fulham fans in the middle anything. of the division because that <laughs> yeah Fulham, do Fulham tell you what they had a rocking montage before the game that was tremendous fair play to you fair play to you, you but when the camera panned around the game I don't know it's how just... have they still not got people in the snack <laughs> when I went there this. last year it was in October I think yeah. when I went to Fulham last year they had the same people in the yeah. bottom bit, and we like. Yeah. I was like, hey, it's gonna be good that when yeah. it's open. The pool's leaking apparently. That's what it is. The pool. And got is that is that you surmise oh, no, that or is a, that real? There's real. There's a leak in the pool, and the chlorine's coming through. <laughs> the chlorine. <laughs> the chlorine's the coming chlorine. through, and that's the problem. Okay. Right? But you do. You know, when you pan round, you look at people. You'd honestly think they've just been handing out tickets outside. It's not a real football place. I'm sorry. Sorry for insulting you. I'm not genuinely that arsehole. I love Fulham yeah. away. To crack but it's a great place to go. Wake and get loads of... But not having any ground that has like a neutral section. I'm just not you having You don't have it anymore. They used to have it, I think. Oh, I they think just got rid of the word neutral. I'm just not having it. It's not, they're not real football fans, right? They're just sitting off so they can get a good view in case there's a boat race outside. <laughs> Stop That's it. the problem. Stop it. Not having it. Stop it. Not having it. Stop it. I, I thought you were going to mention the Michael Jackson statue. It's gone. It's I know gone. it's gone. It's been the I know it's I'm gone. Not it. There's a fella there and I've seen him sitting in an England coat. I mean, yeah, that's fun. That's <laughs> fun. <laughs> that is typical. Fulham are sound. I love Fulham away. It's a cracking little, it's a cracking little away game. Everton don't generally win there though, that's the problem. Although the last... We've been beating quite, quite yeah, a lot. Yeah, the last kind of like seven, I think we've lost one in eight there. Was it Marco Silva, was he? He did lose yet, yeah, Scott was Parker, when Silver? they went down. When they went oh, down, yeah. oh my Andre God. Andre Gold sent enough. off. Yeah. Oh. We would have got Europe. We literally <laughs> turned up. Hang on. Can we, should we talk about the three sitters Don missed oh, that well, day? he picked them. He picked them. The three <laughs> bloody <laughs> one, one, one he missed At least he's got day. good fucking hair, isn't he? Hey, hey. <laughs> Hey, but at home, we hadn't conceded a goal from February till bleeding August <laughs> under Marco. Thank you very well, much. Nasty. Well, maybe we should get Marco in as our home manager <laughs> and Sean in as our away manager then. All right. I tell you, well, they did the Queen of Scotty own too, but I tell you what. <laughs> there you are. Leave it there. You're onto something there. Are you? are you having that, Bob? Are you, <laughs> you having that? Are you having that? You're onto something there. Hey, you. <laughs> <laughs> Times are hard. No, don't do that. Right, we're going. Thanks very much. You know what I always oh, say? No. <laughs> know what I always say? Ta-ra to you. Bye. And join us on Patreon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right now, Premier. We're going. Thanks to Pat. Check him out. He's cool. See you later. Bye. Bye.